Sports are back. Save 40%. Don't miss exclusive in-depth coverage of this unprecedented sports season. Subscribe now and save. Get all access to The Athletic's exclusive in-depth coverage of this unprecedented sports season. Get unlimited access to breaking news, in-depth stories, and expert analysis on what's sure to be one of the most enthralling seasons in sports history. Don't miss exclusive in-depth coverage of this unprecedented sports season. Subscribe now and save. Sign up now to see for yourself the creativity, reporting, and storytelling that sets The Athletic apart. And if you go to theathletic.com slash dodgerpod, you can receive 40% off an annual subscription. Sports are back, and you don't want to miss breaking stories on your favorite teams. So go to theathletic.com slash dodgerpod for 40% off an annual subscription. We hope to see you there. How's it going, everybody? This is Andy McCullough from The Athletic here with Pedro Mora, also of The Athletic. Welcome to the latest edition of The Scribes of Summer, a baseball show about the Dodgers who have played at least four games this season and may play some more. Pedro, how's it going, man? It's going fine, Andy. How are you doing? I'm okay. We are joined by a guest today, uh, your friend and mine and the friend of all the readers. His name is Jake Kaplan. He covers the Houston Astros for The Athletic. Jake, how's it going, man? What's going on? You picked quite a day to have me on. Really uh, uplifting, a lot of great stuff going on. Uh, Yeah. I mean, the Marlins outbreak has basically pushed the season, if not towards the precipice of a precipice. I don't know. Pedro, what do you think? Well, it's on the brink, you could say, but you could also say that they're they're planning to play, right? I mean... (laughs) Right. I mean... (laughs) They started out on the brink. Yeah, we're having Jake on because, you know, our teams are playing today. They're playing baseball as, as far as we They're going to do know. it. They're but also, I mean, you know, it, things change so quickly. I mean, you know, last week I remember we said, you know, Andy, we, were, we convened a week ago and we said, you know, okay, well, these teams are going to play baseball on Thursday. Clayton Kershaw is going to take them out. Right, and you were like, "Yeah, I agree." <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm, 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 I'm locked in. And I mean, I, you know, and Jake, Jake texted me over the weekend or something and said, "You know, wow, this is going to be Kurt the or no, this must have been last Tuesday or Wednesday." And he said, "This yeah. is going to be the first ever Kershaw Verlander matchup." Jeez, good job by me. <laughs> so things change, I guess is, yeah. what, is what I mean to say. Yeah, they sure do. Maybe that's a, a good place to start, Jake. Uh, what is the latest with Justin Verlander, and how, like how serious is his injury, and uh, you know what are the chances that he pitches in twenty twenty? Depends on who you ask, Andy. Um, <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Jeez. I mean, he's shut down, right? right? He's shut down for at least two weeks, um, and you have to think that you know the, they only said they'll reevaluate it two weeks, so. At that point, best case scenario, he would start throwing it in two weeks. But, like, I don't know. You never know with elbows. And they're calling it a forearm strain officially. So you never know with forearms. Obviously, they're connected to elbows, though. Um, I don't know. Honestly, obviously, like, there was the news first broke with the Houston Chronicle saying he was out for the year. Verlander disputed that. The team disputed that. Um, Who knows? Honestly, like, we haven't heard from Verlander yet officially outside of that tweet. Um, you know, it's in the tweet, he did say he hoped to return. So I guess that's something, but, uh, you know, obviously when there's only what, 56 games left in the season, right. it doesn't look great with a forearm strain at this point. Right. Yeah. It's like, he's not officially out for the year, but that doesn't bode well. Right. Right. I mean, like it, the whole like media part of it kind of overshadowed like the actual news that like, right. They're right. Best pitcher and maybe most valuable player is now out for at least a significant portion of the season. I mean, he's yeah. going to miss at least half the half the season, right? I mean, at the that's in the best case scenario. 
And that right. is assuming that the season lasts eight weeks too. So it's a, uh, yeah, they're, they're, this, this is a huge problem for the Astros who are already facing, as you've been reporting, Jake, a lot of pitching issues across the board, right? I mean, they have, they have fellows in this series who are slated to make their debuts after never pitching above, what is it, Class A? Um, they have one reliever they called up on Monday who's never pitched above Class A. Oh. They have eight rookies in the bullpen as we speak right now. <laughs> what? Eight rookies. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I mean, one of those might start Wednesday, so it would be seven rookies by that point. But yeah, they don't know who's going to start Wednesday yet, and there's no like clear cut, obvious candidate even. Um, and really, even before the Verlander injury, like their bullpen wasn't looking good. Um, Ryan Presley is their best reliever. Roberto Ozuna's velocity's down; uh, hasn't really pitched much lately. Um, you know, they really miss Will Harris, who was like the underrated, really steady guy for five years that was always underappreciated. Um, Joe Smith isn't there at the moment and might not be. He's still in there's he's on the restrict, restricted list. There's nothing like official with him, but it's obviously still in limbo there. And who else are they missing? Oh, your friend Hector Rondon is gone. <laughs> our friend. He is our friend. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> He makes me happy every time I see him because you guys look so much alike. He's in their division now, right? He's on the uh, the Arizona Diamondbacks, oh. I think. Okay. No, I yeah. feel like I saw him elsewhere this spring. He's on the Diamondbacks. That's correct. So, Jake, given these, uh, given the state of the Astros pitching, but given there's still overwhelming talent on the position player side, what are your expectations for for this season? Let's imagine for a second that they are going to play these game, all of these games. What, what do you, you know, where do you think they? can fit into the American League West as it as it looks now. Before the Verlander injury, I still thought they had the hands down best roster in their division. You know, it just happened, so I haven't like fully dug into if I'm gonna adjust that now. I would lean toward probably they still do. I just don't think the Angels can pitch at all. And I'm not sure the A's are as deep as they are as a, a lineup. I think ultimately like if they get back Jordan Alvarez, uh who's still out but has resumed baseball activities like their lineup is seven deep and really good, and that could ultimately propel them over the A's, even if they are having issues with, with their pitching. I guess this is kind of for both of you guys, but what sort of heat do you expect this weekend as these two teams are playing for the first time since they played in 2017, which was obviously a very contentious series? They played in 2018. Weren't you there? Did they? <laughs> Where what? Did they really? <laughs> yeah, it was like August second, third, fourth, Dodger <laughs> Stadium. This week, I'm the Astros traded for Roberto Asuna. <laughs> oh my God, that's right. No, that's right. They did. Yeah, it was, it was that. at Dodger Stadium. Andy, also they're no, playing tomorrow. That. What did I say? This weekend, man. Look. I'm not sure why I'm hosting this podcast. Still, you're doing you're doing great. I mean, to defend Andy, isn't it weird that we're even like talking about baseball right now? So I don't blame you for not knowing what day it is. It is the first time that they have played since it became clear that the Astros were conducting a cheating scheme in 2017. Yes, I honestly and Pedro and I talked about this on the Athletics Astros podcast, but like I don't. His take was more that he doesn't expect. A ton, right? I, and I, I agree. Like, I don't think there's it's there's so much else going on right now, and um, ha, it has gone on in the last what five months now. That I just think that's kind of on the back burner right now. Yeah, it is wild, though. I agree with you, Jake. And, and as we as we 
talked about the other day. I mean, one part of it is that the two Dodgers pitchers in this series are going to be Walker Buehler and Dustin May, who neither of, neither of them pitched in that World Series. The Astros pitchers are going to be some Framber Valdez and another fellow who assuredly did not pitch in that World Series either. It's just a different it's a different world, right? At this current state, it, it'd be different if it was you know Clayton Kershaw and Alex Wood pitching or something like that. Two two fellows who were there. You know that doesn't stop me from marveling at just how insignificant this series seems to be compared to what we would have expected. You know, in February, if I had asked you February sixteenth, how big of a deal it would have been the day the Dodgers traveled back to Houston to play the Astros again. I mean, it would have been the biggest story in LA sports in months. And now it, you know, has taken the rightful back burner to our, the bigger issues of whether baseball is going to continue, you know, whether this series is going to be completed, whether this, you know, whether this season is going to be completed. So, yeah, it's just not as important as we as we expected it would have been. Pedro, how concerned are the Dodgers just about hitting the road? It depends on the player. Um, yeah. It sounds like the Dodgers have taken this very seriously, as several, as many teams mm. appear to be doing, but... Of yeah. course, as we've said, as everyone knows, listening to this, it's not a, just it's, any one team, you know, can be the uh, can break the entire uh, chain. And so right. they the players are also aware, of course, that it's not entirely up to them how safe they can be. But they say they're, you know, they're going to be strictly in their hotel rooms and, uh, you know, using apps to order in various food, um, playing video games against each other. You know, they're toting their whole screens and, and whatnot across the country right. to, to play these games. I mean, and baseball has, has veered toward that territory in recent years anyway. You know, for players like right. Cody Bellinger, it's not going to be that different to just be in his room playing playing video games. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's what he does. Yeah, um, that's that's his life. <laughs> yeah, so it's not like he's having to, I mean, to be frank, it's not, he's not like he's having to sacrifice to do something different than he would have in any other year. Um, but I think there's some nerves just because, you know, Will Smith was saying yesterday, he thinks they're, they're, they're testing the uh, flight attendant and pilots right and and but that's you know that's an uncertain world this is you know they, they've they've managed to get their dodger stadium work under control right they for three plus weeks nearly four they they got there and they reduced you know there were positives at first and then right. those players eventually tested negative and returned to camp and there were no new positives they, you know, so far the dodgers had everything under control at dodger stadium i think that's fair to say but this mm-hmm. is an additional test as we've been predicting and, and you know one team has already failed said test so there's a lot of reason to be concerned yeah. let's take a quick time out to tell you about dugout mug a company that started in a college dugout. Licensed by MLB, your favorite team laser engraved onto a birchwood baseball bat barrel mug. Perfect for the big game to put on display or to be the life of the party. It's a unique gift for a baseball fan. Go to dugoutmugs.com slash theathletic and use promo code MLB30 for 30% off your first purchase. That's dugoutmugs.com slash theathletic and code MLB30. Fill that baseball void with your very own dugout mug today. Uh, Jake, I mean, have the Astros, like, have guys on the Astros talked about just the the risk here? Like, what what are the conversations like you're able to have with, I mean, conversations is a bad way of putting it, but, like, what are the answers you're getting on Zoom when these sort of bigger picture questions are posed? Yeah, not not a ton, honestly. You know, like, Dusty Baker's take has kind of just been like, hope it doesn't happen here. You know, I don't know. He he seems very into let's worry about what he has to worry about, which I guess is is understandable. But um, they did have during summer camp like a potential exposure that cost them a couple days and messed up Zach Greinke's throwing schedule, and mm-hmm. then he was behind, and then he was bad in his season debut. So that was a little bit of a thing. But um, yeah, I mean, the, they don't go on the road until after the Dodgers series, so it hasn't been a, the road part of it 
hasn't been a huge topic. They did go to mm-hmm. KC for two days, um, but they flew morning of game, right. so they only stayed one night, uh, which was interesting. It, it was like a guys were saying it was like the minor leagues. They right. landed and went right to the park. Everyone I talked to about that said they felt pretty safe. So yeah, I think that'll probably be a topic coming up in the, the next few days. I think their first trip is to LA for the Angels, and it's a three-city trip out to the West Coast. So that'll be interesting, but... Uh, yeah, I don't know. This whole this whole week's been a little weird, right? Like in a different universe, we'd be excited for this yeah. matchup, and now we're just like talking about what what's going wrong in yeah. uh, in baseball. Jake, correct me if I'm wrong. Wasn't there in that series that the Astros played in KC? Wasn't there a, a positive during that series on the Royals? Yes. How was that handled by the Astros? I don't know if they tested additionally, and like in terms of in addition to what they were already going to do, but. They just, I think they monitored whoever came in contact with Dozier closely, which probably was only mm-hmm. Maldonado. Yeah, and I think they hadn't, had, they haven't had any additional positives after that, as far as I know. Yeah, Jake, you were talking yeah. about just kind of how, like, you know, we should be excited for this, and I, I just find myself like struck by the inevitability of these outcomes, not just like you know the outbreak, which is awful in a for a variety of reasons um not just because of the players it affected but all the potential people who they came in contact with you know who don't play for the marlins um but just like you know clayton kershaw got hurt justin verlander got hurt the quality of baseball has been kind of strange and weird and it's like yeah what what did you expect this to like did did we expect it to like look great you know, did you expect veteran pitchers who right. had to start up and shut down and had a, you know, a microwave spring training to not all of a sudden have arm troubles? Like, you know, Strasburg is hurt. Corey Kluber is hurt. Um, you know, the Kershaw injury seems a little bit different from that. But, you know, Justin Verlander's never had forearm issue, you know, elbow issues. And, you know, like it's just it just strikes me that this is, you know, exactly what was sowed and you know to express surprise that this is what's being reaped is you know i i don't know i i i think we spent enough time talking about what this might look like you know in the months leading up to this that to be shocked by it you know would be a pretty sort of unimpressive result for sports media yeah can i ask you a question i know it's your podcast not mine yeah what was your reaction to monday morning's news like in terms of like it doesn't seem like mlb is actually going to do anything or say anything about it like i'm just struck by i'm struck by a lot of it obviously it, it, as you said it's it's terrible it's it's really scary but like the fact that like nothing besides postponing a couple games like it seems like yeah. nothing's really Pedro, happening do you want to handle it or do yeah to? i'm or? not surprised unfortunately i, I wish that i were <laughs> yeah. I, I deeply wish that i that i that yeah. i were surprised but i i am not i mean you know we i would not I don't think I think as what Stan Kasten said on you Network know, Radio this morning is is you know it captures the 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 sentiment that if you know yeah. baseball knew that something like this was very likely to happen over the course of yeah. nine weeks playing baseball and if they were going to stop it after the first one what, they shouldn't have started it I mean they shouldn't have started it full stop like in my opinion you know knowing the state of the, of, right. of our society but they did right and so they knew that this very well could have happened and some would say was bound to happen so no i'm not surprised um i'm not surprised i, I think that it, it's gonna you know we've been wondering what what's the number what's the threshold what what it what is it but no it's 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 like trying to enjoy baseball right now is a is a is i find to be a great challenge because you're just you're kind of thinking 
Mm -hmm. constantly what is the point why are we doing this you know and you're like well should i make a big deal out of one oh for four game because he that might be his only you know his own this his last game this season i mean baseball is a zero batting yeah like you know oh no is mookie Betts gonna finish this year batting 130 like you know i I don't so it would be funny if you showed up at spring training next year and you're like wow mookie the way you played last year, I mean, how difficult was it just to spend the whole year with that? You know, that would be a good bit, I think. How are you going to bounce yeah. back from next from last um, year? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think uh, to to kind of piggyback off what Pedro said. I mean, there's like this is what everyone involved who had a seat at the table, i.e., the players and the owners, signed up for. Um, and it's important to you know distinguish like the staffers and the executives didn't exactly sign up for this because they weren't really involved in the negotiations. This is what the players and the owners negotiated was to play this. They agreed that they couldn't do it in a bubble. They agreed that they would, you know, they found a a set of protocols that met both of their standards. Um, and this is what they, I mean, this is what they agreed upon. And yeah, what Stan Caston said, this is an inevitability. And like, I think it is on in on one hand, it is very it is shocking, right, that you see an outbreak where a third of a baseball team has come down with a contagious, potentially deadly, although rarely deadly for that age demographic, but a very contagious uh, respiratory illness that has unknown long-term ramifications. Eduardo Rodriguez now has developed a heart condition as a result of, um, you know, his catching the virus. It is very shocking to see that a third of a baseball team has tested positive for this. And the reaction is just kind of like, yeah, I mean, this was going to happen. What did you think was going to happen? You know? Yeah. We, you know, you gotta like, yeah. Right. But this is what they signed up for when they decided to do this they knew that this would happen. So, like, the people who have been screaming, you know, about how baseball wasn't a great idea, this wasn't safe, blah, 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 and everyone said, no, you just don't want sports to come back. It's like, no, I don't want this. I don't want, you know, to have to see tweets about how the Marlins are in the market for, you know, big league quality players because a third of their roster yeah. has <laughs> COVID-19. Like, but this was what was going to happen. And so it's just, it's the inevitability of it is, is, is deflating, but also, you know, somewhat maddening, I guess. Yeah. So really it's just demoralizing thing to wake up to today on, or Come on, on Monday. Man, you got to start getting um, up earlier in the day. Well, I'm assuming I'm talking for Pedro cause I'm assuming he woke up. Today. <laughs> I'm assuming he I woke, woke up, up early. I was ready to uh, go. I was, I'm, I'm I was assuming out. I woke up today too. Yeah. I was out riding my bike, man. I was, I was getting some exercise and then I got a text that said, well, that was quick as I stopped to drink, drink some water. So they were talking about your bike ride or, or, Oh, gonna, wow. Hey, wow, Jake. Jake, we missed you, man. Jake. That was good. <laughs> Jake, man. You know what? That was a heater, and I'll take it. Uh, all right. Thanks, uh, thanks for coming, Jakey. Yeah, thanks fun. for coming, Jake. Thanks for Hope having everyone me. is able to stay safe, stay sane, and if at all possible, enjoy Dodgers-Astros this week. I know it's tough, but there might not be a ton of baseball left this year. So if you're able to take enjoyment from it, you know, go for it. I don't know. Or not. It's, it's very difficult. Uh, you know, no judgment here. Either way. Thanks for listening.